options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ninja Moonshine Middle of the Road Podcast for Meeting in the Middle. Today, we're going to talk about the news and how awesome it is. Isn't the news awesome, Moonshine? Hell no, it's not awesome. Oh, come on. Don't you just love all the facts and accurate information? I'm sorry. I tried to keep a straight face when I said that. The only facts that they have, if it's even a thing anymore, is FAX. That's the only facts that these news organizations have. Actually, you know what? Before we get into tearing apart the news, because we're going to tear apart everybody because nobody's really good on this one is i want to mention a good one and 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 there's two good ones that i think and you can disagree with me if you want but there's two good ones are you ready bbc global news Uh uh-huh when they're talking about anything to do with america is awesome because they don't give a shit okay they don't care about America except for how it affects them. So when they're talking about American politics and stuff, then there's no there's no left lean, there's no right lean. They're just like, this is what happened, and we don't care. We're okay. literally just talking about it because it is when stuff happens in America, it does affect the global news scene. So if you want that and NPR, um not like they're hour-long shows, but they do a five-minute quick clip every hour. Uh, and that five-minute quick clip every hour is literally just the big news headlines of the day. And they give real short, like, it's the biggest news in the world right now. So, obviously, I can't. It's, it's the one that's on top of my head. Uh, like, I was listening to the five-minute clip before the last January 6th hearing. And like, Today's going to be the January 6th hearing. This is the person they're going to be taking up. This is the stuff they're going to be talking about. Oh, and police shooting in this city. Then this happened. And then and, and no, we think this person was wrong. No, nothing. Just the news. The news fact, 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 done. Because they give you everything okay. they can in five minutes. So if you want just the facts so you can make your own decision about news, those, in my opinion, are two best places. That and Bill Maher, but his is more of a political show, but he covers everything really balanced. He brings in both sides. I like that. I I like Bill Maher, especially lately since he's decided to to really go in, in no pun intended, but the middle of the road. To a degree. He's always been left-leaning. But he's not really a Republican or a Democrat. He's more of a libertarian. He is more. Uh, he, I disagree with that. He's been on record saying he was a Democrat. He was. He switched about eight or nine years ago, and when he he uh, he liked Obama a whole lot, and uh, after Obama's about halfway through Obama's second turn, he 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 switched to libertarian. At least he made an announcement on his show. Now it is his show. So maybe he was just saying that for a show. I don't know. Because he does do a lot of stuff on a show, like when he claimed to be Q. That was funny. Uh, But yeah, so now that we talked about the good news, 
let's talk about, is there any really good news source you like? Because obviously we both watch the news. I thought you were going to say, obviously I listen to Fox and I don't even, I thought, I thought you were going to go there. I don't, li- I don't even, I, I, I'll look up. How do I put this? Uh, let me get my mouth in my brain here. I look up a storyline. If I see it on face crack, Facebook, whatever, I'll look up a storyline and I will look at different um, media types, I guess you'd say. I would look up all of them and I'd find the truth somewhere in there. Right. Read both sides. Yes. I find so, that harder and harder to do lately with the big news services. And I, I, oh, I don't go to the big ones. I go to, I go to maybe I may go to to one or two big ones. I'll see what CNN has to say, and most of the time I'll go. Okay, well, I'm probably going to be somewhere in the middle to away from what they're thinking. So that's what I tend to do. And, and that's honestly the best way to do it. I'll actually, if it's a, a, a major story, like, uh, I mean, it's the biggest news story in the world right now, the January 6th hearings, I'll actually go to a Miss NBC and read what they're saying and then go to a Fox News or I want to say One American News, but I only read that story by accident once and I'll never go back there again um, to a Fox News and read their same version of the story and, and, and try to get an idea where both sides are at in the story and then make my own decision. Cause like with the January six hearings, ill miss NBC's one podcast is doing something real awesome. Forget what they do during commercial breaks. Cause that's when they hit their, their lean, but they're broadcasting them in their entirety. So you can just listen to the hearing and make your own intelligent decisions about what you hear. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to MSNBC. If, if it was the last thing in the world, they should be based out of Havana, Cuba or Caracas, Venezuela. We'll see. And with this though, it's not okay. It is an MSNBC podcast, right? But what they did was it's not really an MSNBC. They're literally just airing from beginning to end with, with nothing except for during the break, they'll talk for like 10 minutes, but they're just airing the entire hearing with no inflection. Hold on one second. You're still paying their bills. I'm not paying any of their bills. I hope they're the I hope they're the opposite of Motel Six. I hope the light goes off and doesn't come back on. <laughs> right, but it, it, it's it's a it, it, I like listening to the hearings myself and making my own decision. And I haven't found any other place that's putting it out on a podcast form. So I'll support them just to get to hear what I want to hear. Is the even though we are talking about the media right now, but we bring up, we're talking about this. <laughs> January 6th, uh, they're, they're making it like the Revolutionary War where tea was thrown in uh, into the Boston Harbor or um, I don't know what, but there was 10, 10 fatalities. Any fatality is bad. There was 10 fatalities in the January 6th, and as I use my fingers, insurrection. There were, and they said they that they uh, they got people with guns. Well, let me tell you something. If there was a, 
over a million people there in support of the insurrection, as they call it, and taking down the White House and, and, and taking over control of the United States of America from a, uh, a citizen's perspective, then you're going to tell me that all these people with how in the United States right now, we would say probably there's 200, well, there's over 300 million people in this country. I would say there's probably, I don't know, probably 700 million. No, there's probably more than that. Probably well, close he, to a billion guns in the United States. And, and nobody, even the people that were caught with guns, you're telling me that these people went into the White House on, on Capitol Hill and didn't bring any guns with them. Oh, they no. didn't fire any shots. They they did fire shots and they did bring guns with them. Um, they did severely injure several police officers and one of them did get shot. And there were guns. You can watch the videos and see the guns. They chose not to fire them because their targets, the, they didn't get to what they were targeting. They didn't want to shoot the police. They wanted to get into the Senate. And, and they wanted to shoot the Democratic senators. Um, if you watch the hearings at all, because I've literally listened to every single minute and watched. No, nah, I'm not inter- I'm just not interested. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's something just like CNN's doing right now. Every single headline. Notice there wasn't one single thing there on their major headlines about what's going on. With uh, with our, our energy situation, what's going on with Ukraine, what's going on with with anything else, but the January sixth hearing, right? Because that is everything. That's what they everybody, even Fox News and, and one American news network, I think is the biggest news right now. Um, the thing is, nobody's saying a million people. There were a million people at the Capitol, but a million people didn't go to the Capitol because most people didn't want to do it. Um, there was actually two groups that were spearheading it, and it's two groups that aren't awesome. We've actually talked to them about them before. The Proud Boys were leading a big part of it, and uh, uh, the Oath Keepers. And they were the ones that were causing most of the problems. Um, Wasn't Antifa? Hasn't it been documented? And you've seen video that Antifa was part of the group that were that were trying to get people fired up and excited. Um, they actually have on video a documentation of the people that were actually dressed up as Antifa that were not actually members of Antifa. It was it was, it was several Proud members that dressed up and they have them. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about people that were Antifa dressed up as conservatives and Trump supporters. Um. There was a couple, but the ones that were mainly, like, I'm giving all the regular Trump supporters a pass on this one. There was a specific group of Proud Boys who didn't even go to the rally that was beforehand. They were actually already at the Capitol doing their thing, and, and that was a big issue. Um, you you got to watch it. And here's the thing with the January 6th committee where I, I makes me more believable to me is every single witness they brought forth so far, we're all Republicans. They've not talked to a single Democrat. I don't trust the Republicans. Well, we're talking about they brought in um, the White House lawyer 
who worked with Trump, they brought in Trump's assistant and they, they, they brought in all the people who were there in the building when everything happened that were Republicans. There's something they called this a left side witch hunt. I'm like, if it's a left side witch hunt, then how come it's only Republicans talking? Well, Mike Pence was the vice president of the United States and he turned on Trump. So, I mean, that's not a big deal. To that's me. because Trump put out a tweet basically telling us people to kill Mike Pence. If you put out a tweet telling people to kill me, I'm going to turn on you, too. When, uh, I don't know where Trump ever said he put out a tweet to kill. He, he did on January 6th where the people were actually chanting, kill Mike Pence. And he put out a tweet after he heard they were doing that, that Mike Pence failed and we needed to, you know, because he didn't have the courage and we needed to fix the problem. So he didn't actually say the words, but he incited the mob that was already in the Capitol at that point. And directed. The mob was pissed, and I was, and I'm going to tell you right now, I was on my way up there, and a Navy veteran of mine told me, to, "Don't come." He's like, "They pepper sprayed the groups that were up here," and I was on my way. There's no, I, you get what you get with me. Yeah, I'm a patriot. I'm an American, and I'm I'm tired of the bullshit. And there's a lot, but one of the big things that keeps coming up was they keep talking about the election being stolen. And it, they keep bringing the people out who are the experts in the White House, who were Republican appointees, that constantly told Trump, every single fraud case you showed us, every bit of evidence Rudy Giuliani has brought, uh, every bit of evidence Sidney Powell has brought, has all been disproven. None of it was accurate. There was no widespread voter fraud, not in Georgia. Um, there's only been one thing they've decided was illegal, but they decided it was illegal last week. Not, I mean, who the hell voted for this guy, though? I mean, I, I mean, I, I just don't see it. I, I in no way. And when was the last time that Florida and Ohio? He got Miami. When was the last time Florida and Ohio were won by uh, buying a um, a candidate? And didn't win the presidency. It's been over twenty years ago. But it has happened, and it happened again, and it happened because of mail-in voting. But there's nothing illegal about mail-in voting. More people voted at this last election than ever before because it was easier to vote with the mail-in voting. And they've done everything they can to try to prove these mail-in votes were fraud, but they weren't. They even had that big. Uh, investigation ran by the Republican Party, ran by a company picked by the Republicans in Arizona to try to prove these mail-in ballots were fake, and they weren't. They were all got proved to be real. Um, it was way easier for somebody to get a, a, a ballot in the mail, fill it out, and sign it, and mail it back. And so more well, people voted. voted. For, yeah, I'm sorry. Did you vote for Biden? I did. I well, did. I don't like you, but you got a case of the dumbass. So. Well, see, and I'm going to disagree with you there based on I thought Trump was doing a horrible job as president, except for one thing. And I thought, and in, you know what, when Biden's election's over, I might be proven to be wrong, but I thought Biden could do a better job. And that doesn't make me a dumbass. It just means I had a thought, and it was different than, ever, no, than I yours. Said you 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 were eating up with a case of the dumbass. But, it, like, I was looking at what was going on at the time. And I didn't like the way things were headed. And I thought Biden would be better. I thought a change would be better. But, you know, the inflation happened. You know the big one that keeps annoying the crap out of me? What's wrong? My big thing about any 
person in office, any of them, whether it's right side, left side, whatever, is hate the person or dislike the person based on stuff they actually did that had an effect, right? Okay. So if you hate Obama and you tell me you hate Obama because he was going to take your guns, I want you to tell me what gun law he tried to pass that took your guns. Okay. Because he didn't try to pass any. He tried to pass one for expanding gun background checks. That was it. How's that well, taking wasn't you the guns? entire Democratic, uh, the Democratic Party all about gun reform and trying to take away, I hate to say take away, but trying to remove the gun rights of Americans? Um, no, their policy is See, this is what I'm talking about. This is stuff you get when you look at the right-wing news. Um, and you get it the same from the left-side news. Uh, um, the right-wing news, like especially Fox News and, and Owen, they'll, they'll come at this. Oh, they're going to take your guns. They're trying to the, – the Democratic policy on gun reform until recently, because now they're adding an assault rifle ban. But until recently, the, the big things they wanted to pass were expanded background checks, um, an age increase on when you could buy a gun, um, Inability to buy a gun without passing a background check. In other words, you get rid of the default proceed and stuff where you get the gun without the background check. Um, limit high capacity magazines um, and limit some kind of, certain kinds of ammo. That were, okay. but that was it. They weren't trying to take guns. They were trying to make sure only the people who only the good guys were getting the guns. That's it. That that was right. But there's no way to. By the way, the way our Constitution is set up and framed, guarantee the good guys are going to get the guns. Right, and, and I get that. And at the same time, we don't need to make it easier. But that's this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like, if you read Fox News, oh, the Democrats are going to take guns. The Democrats are going to take your guns. And that's not what the bill was. The bill was, hey, let's make try to make it harder for bad guys to get a gun. Or if you get on Facebook and say, you're going to go kill somebody with your gun, then the police can go to a judge and the judge will say, yeah, you know what? You should take his gun away from him until he calms down. I mean, that's not infringing on anybody's rights. And, and that's the kind of stuff like you know, people get mad at Obama because of oh, he's going to do or the Democrat party in general. Or they're not really trying to take your guns. And then people get mad at Republicans. You know, like, Oh, they're, they're horrible on taxes and they want to, you know, take tax breaks for the rich. But a lot of times when you take tax breaks off on, on corporations, that leads to more jobs. Mm-hmm. So you have to, and, and but if you hear uh, MSNBC talk about it or CNN talk about it, it's the worst thing in the ever. Now, do I think they, the Trump uh, tax firm gave the corporations too much of a tax break? I think it did. And I think that hurt our economy a little bit. Um, with our national deficit, not so much the economy, the deficit. Because um, they went from like a 34 to a 20. I think they could have met somewhere a little more in the middle, like a 26, 27. But if you read MSNBC, it was the worst thing ever. If you read the Fox News, it's the greatest thing in the world that ever happened. And truth be told, it was neither one of those things. It was in the middle. Um, maybe he went too far, maybe he didn't. But it did lead to more job creation. Um, although uh, what some of the companies did was pretty shady, and I feel like they should uh, – pass a law to, to change that because um, it was a big tax windfall, right? That was supposed to create more jobs. And some companies like Ford and uh, uh, GMC and them, they did. They, they invested that money back into the companies to expand the companies to make them better. But like Apple and uh, Amazon and a couple other ones, they literally took all the money they got from that tax break 
and bought back their own shares from from regular people to make themselves more wealthy and did nothing to help their employees. Okay, well let's let's talk about this because we're getting now into Trump and blah blah blah, which is it's easy. And I said on my podcast earlier that I did by myself that there's no way around it. Trump is the most polarizing figure since Hitler. Now, a lot of people want to talk about Hitler and Trump, but there is no comparison no. by any any stretch of the uh, – and there's a stretch of an imagination. Yeah. But he is the most polarizing figure since Adolf Hitler in, in, the, in the mid, early, not, uh, late 1930s and 40s during World War II. And, and he did that um, himself. Like, he does it on purpose. Uh well, he's who he is. Yeah. Now, let me, one second here. It said in 2018, and I'm on DailySignal.com, in 2018, the United States became a net exporter of oil for the first time in 75 years. That meant that we were moving away from our dependence on Russia. And I understand that a lot of people don't like Trump for how he is, but, I mean— just take a look at the accomplishments. The stock market uh, achieved record-setting economic comeback. Yeah. I mean, yes, at the end of Barack Obama's presidency and his administration, he was getting things going in the right direction. I will admit that. Uh, but, I mean, he had tax relief for the middle class. Uh, the The... There were jobs being made. Our border was under control. I've had people that I went to school with, that me and you went to school with, that talked about how bad the border is. They said, if you only knew what the border was truly like, you probably wouldn't hardly sleep at night. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. They. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for something a little different from all the other comedy podcasts you listen to? Something that sounds like a 90s sitcom on TV, but it's not set in the 90s and it's not on TV? Popcorn for Dinner is an audio sitcom that was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but it certainly sounds like it was. Thank God we worked that out. The best sitcom right now isn't on TV. It's in your ears. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Because it's so bad. Had the border un under control. Pulled us out of, and you may not like this, but pulled us out of, of world... Uh, packs like the Paris Accord, where we were connected to uh, about um, the ozone layer and all, all the the greenhouse gases and things like that. The only I deal mean, he pulled out of that I thought was a really stupid one to pull out of was the Iran nuclear deal. I think pulling out of that deal was a really bad plan. Um, the Paris Agreement, I don't think it really would have affected us one way or the other. I would have cost a little bit of money. Maybe it would have helped there. Maybe it wouldn't have. But, yeah, pull out that one. But the, he, he pulled out the Iran nuclear deal. I didn't like that one. What, what are your views on okay. that one? Pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, 
Iran is a is a radical country that at any time they can do whatever they wanted. Um, I I think no matter what you do with Iran, you're it's it doesn't matter. And I don't know enough about it. In fact, let me look here. Well, I, I, I have this thing on the give, internet. I can give you a brief history while you're looking up this stuff. We don't have that air. Um, the Iran Iran nuclear deal was uh, uh, basically a guarantee of relief of sanctions, um, which allowed them to take money they had in America that was already theirs that we had sanctioned. Um, mm-hmm. um, everyone's like, we gave them a billion dollars. Actually, we allowed them to take their money that was theirs back. Um, we didn't actually give them the money. It didn't cost America anything. It literally was just giving them what was theirs back. Um, in exchange for that, they agreed not to make any uh, uranium for nuclear weapons because it has to be a certain grade to be for nuclear weapons um and they weren't going to do that and they were going to allow inspectors in whenever they wanted to check to make sure they weren't doing that and up until the point to where trump canceled the deal uh, iran was so happy with the sanction relief that their economy was doing better they were so happy that they were following the rules they weren't making any nuclear grade uh, nuclear weapon grade uranium they weren't making they stopped they shut down their nuclear weapon program in exchange for sanction relief I don't believe it I don't trust those people as far as I can throw them and, and I by that I mean I, I understand I mean, that you're trust. looking at a radical group of people that that do whatever they want um, I mean but, when are we supposed to trust a country that goes death to America they generally like there's people over in Iran with alarm clocks like death to America. Oh, you no, know, I mean, and you're right. But at the same time, when there is only certain places, because it is such a hard thing to make, making a nuclear weapon isn't easy. It's not something they can hide real easily because <laughs> you could track the power sources from it's a satellite. It's not easy. You can't you can't like go on to Google and two cups of sugar. Right. Two so, eggs. So my thing with that was they were. And I get where you say don't trust them because you're right. At any one point, they could have changed their mind and started doing it again. But at the time when the deal was canceled, they were honoring it. They were. The inspectors were there. They were checking. They were making sure. And that was the biggest part of the deal was allowing the inspectors in. Uh, that way we could monitor what, what they were doing. And it basically, this was one of those times because I hate it. And... MNC, MS, NBC, and CNN, when we put sanctions on countries, think it's the greatest thing in the world. And Fox News and Owen think it's the dumbest thing in the world. And you know what? This was the first time I felt like sanctions ever worked. Because right now we're sanctioning Russia, and it ain't doing nothing. Russia don't give a shit. But we sanction... Oh, it's, it is. It's going to. Eventually, but I think it's going to be more because Pornhub shut down in Russia rather than anything else. Um but this, that's that's a travesty, right? I mean, what are they supposed to do now? They're just gonna be angry and horny. Um, but the sanctions, the Drunk. Iran, Iran was so broken financially because of all the sanctions that they finally came to the table and said, "Look, we're all our country's falling apart. Really, the sanctions will do what you want." And they did. And then Trump really? pulled out of it. We were looking to put in a Disney World, right. of course, you know. I mean, we were looking to put in a McDonald's. 
<laughs> exactly. And so, like, this is one of the first times, like, I ever feel like sanctions worked. I, I do pretty good impressions. That was probably a shitty one. Yeah. We're looking to put in the McDonald's. So, and that's my I'm thing with that. <laughs> but yeah, you're when the Paris climbing the green, and then do nothing. We're back in it, by the way. So, you know. Oh, no. Really? Surely <laughs> not. <laughs> No, you're kidding me. Uh, do you know the other one Biden gets crap for that I think is absolutely ridiculous? What? Um, He shut down that pipeline, right? And people are saying, oh, that's why the prices are so much higher now. It's because he shut down that pipeline. Do you know why that's complete BS? Why? The pipeline wasn't on yet. Okay. So we weren't getting any oil from it yet. So shutting down the pipeline had zero effect on oil prices because... We weren't using it yet. Have you been on Facebook lately? No. Have you been on? I, I okay. Would Facebook. Then just just read, just read what most people put on Facebook. Most people they see something and they just go with it. Yeah. Yes, it is absolutely true. The or the the Keystone Pipeline would, uh, and I don't have all the information on this, but it. It, it was going to be a pipeline. It wasn't going to be, um, and I don't have the entire process of how long it takes crude oil to turn into uh, oil that you can actually put into your vehicle. Yeah. But uh, the process, anyway. But, yeah, most people, they hear something and they just go with it. Uh, that's unfortunately the world that we live in, but, and that's on the left, right, oh, yeah. middle, whatever. Yeah, Fox News literally had an article on about like, this pipeline's the reason we're paying this. I'm like, the pipeline wasn't, it wasn't even turned on yet. We had seen no nothing. Like it, Now it did cost tens of thousands of jobs. It, it did cost jobs and that was a bad thing. But at the same time, all those especially workers for pipelines and stuff, I promise you they all found work. Like, they did not stay unemployed. There was a blip for a week on the unemployment chart, and then it went away because they all found jobs again. Uh, what about the contractors that handle some of these jobs? What about people that you don't hear about that don't have that, that live in these areas that aren't finding jobs? Um, but that's just it. Are the I will disagree with you on that one. They all found jobs, or if they wanted to they found jobs because the unemployment rate is actually still it's back down to the same numbers it was before i love but, how you put that so they're working at mcdonald's now you know what working uh, don't put so much don't put so much big mac sauce on that i know if, if, if they I'm were trying to compensate for uh the keystone pipeline. well that's just it though like know, the, the workers out. on the pipeline the contract workers were specialized yeah. construction workers. These weren't just the people in the area. I mean, there might have been people in the area who could do it, but we're not talking about... There were, but there were still going to be... The, high, high whenever you have a whole setup, yes, you have labor, you have pipe fitters, yeah. you have all this kind of stuff. You have people that you don't see. Like what I do right now, I, I'm, I'm a... Uh, I work for a company that does traffic control. Yeah. I flag. I'm one of the people that you flip off. Oh, um, never. I try to hit them. Yeah, I know you would never do something like that. I, I'm, I'm a flagger, so I'm, I'm part of the. Um, I help with the process of what's going on. I am a, you know. So that's what is going on there. Yeah, that's well, the, we're not we're not talking about all the contractors of different groups of truck drivers and and all the things that would have been involved. Well, I'm just saying right now, 
with the economy the way it is, like all those people were able to find jobs. Was it horrible the way they did it and shut them down with no notice? That was horrible. Um, and the whole situation, the way it got done was horrible. There was a thousand better ways to do it. Just like what happened in Afghanistan, ending the war was the right way thing to do. It needed to be over. That war was pointless from the beginning. It was pointless at the end. And we lost a lot of great American soldiers for for something that did, well, didn't matter. They blame that one on Trump, too, because uh, old uh, Sleepy Joe, he didn't understand what DS, he didn't understand that. He actually followed um, the he followed the timeline that Trump made a deal with, but Trump didn't. Yeah, do it. but you have to use Trump. your brain. You can't just go with a date. If things, you know, all of a sudden the Taliban has decided to to run in, and and let me tell you something, well, they knew what the date was. They were coming in. There. Yeah, the date. The, well, this is what I was, was going to say. Trump messed up by putting a date on it and telling everybody the date. Biden messed up by following that date and doing it the way they did. And the way he Biden did it, it, it was a horrible, the pullout was horrible. But no matter what, the minute we left, what was going to happen happened. It, it didn't matter. As soon as all the soldiers were gone, the Taliban was going to take over, period. And it's sad that we spent all that time and money. And it happened from Bush to Obama to Trump to Biden training those Afghan soldiers and giving them equipment. And do you know what happened when the Taliban showed up at the Capitol? What? They just threw down their weapons and said, go and take it over. Go ahead. We don't care. They didn't even fight. Of course they did. They're weak. Like, They're weak-minded people. We spent, I know people we spent 20 years training them. over there in Iraq and Afghanistan that have been with these people and some of them that trained them. Yeah. They're unfortunately very weak-minded, and they—it's yeah. just so the way the pullout I was done to was put horrible. It like that weak-minded, but they they fall very very easily because it is such a, a religious-based area where every, you know they're looking over here and they're going, okay, well we don't agree with them, but they look just like us, yeah, and. So, and, and my point with that is, it, it, I don't think it would matter which president actually did the pullout. Do I believe a different president could have handled the pullout better to get our soldiers out safer, get all the American citizens out safer, and it wouldn't have been that big press? And the fact that they left all the Afghans that helped us while we were there, the translators and stuff who are now being yes, yes. was absolutely horrible. But as far as would it made of a difference what happened in the end with the Taliban taking over? It wouldn't have mattered. If we stayed there another 30 years, it still wouldn't have mattered. Unless we managed to track down and kill every single member of the Taliban that ever was, it, what was going to happen was going to happen. But the Taliban, the Taliban is a lot like employees at Bucky's. It changes every day. Right. <laughs> the Taliban and Bucky's. Now, the one thing that <laughs> Trump changes did... every day. It's tough to work there. Oh, yeah. I mean, every day, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, that but was funny. They, uh, it changes all the time. Yeah. So they, they're like a, it's like ISIS. When ISIS goes through, they, they just take over and use 
half the people and then kill the rest. Now, the one thing Trump did besides setting the date that was bad, because first of all, we, he, him setting the end of the war, I think, was a good thing. It was one of, the, one of the things I count as an accomplishment. But he did do two things I think was bad. It was setting the date. That was bad. And then he actually released uh, the Afghan or the Taliban leader a couple months before before that. Um, we actually had him captured. He released him. Um, they made some kind of deal and, re- and released him. I think that was bad. I think if he hadn't released them, it wouldn't have happened as quickly. But I'll say it again. What was going to happen, happened. It wasn't going to change. And Fox News attacks Biden over it, CNN. They attacked Trump over it. And the fact of the matter is, it didn't matter. Like, there is no left or right side to this. This is what was going to happen. Biden failed with the pullout. Trump failed with setting the date and releasing the leader. But neither one of those things really mattered too much. It's... What happened was going to happen no matter what. But if you read the news about it, like if you're on Fox News reading about it, Biden's the worst president ever because of it, and he's not. Um, not because of that. If you read, uh, he's the worst president ever because of many other things. Right. Uh, and CNN, you read it. Trump's the worst president ever because of that. He's not. Um, and honestly, if if you're asking me, who are the two worst presidents ever? Trump and Biden are both at the bottom fighting for they're both digging to see who could who have done a bad job. And, and that's where I I'm disagree at. there. But, uh, yeah, uh, we, we won't be on the middle of the road on that one. Then. Well, I, so, well, so I think they uh, both suck. Well, I know you do. I don't. I don't think Trump. I think Trump went on Twitter and used it because he was trying to get his way, his message out to Americans and get it unfiltered instead of going through the uh, the mega press. So I, I agreed with that, but no, I I I would rather have a one legged hamster with with a pat that spoke German before I would want Biden. Oh, and and, and I wish there was a, would have been a third option. I really do. A third viable option, not a Democrat, not a Republican, but a third option. And every single member of Congress, all of them, every senator, every uh, representative that's in office right now needs to be removed. And we need to start over. All of them. They ain't doing nothing. They won't allow anything to go through or be discussed. They won't. Like... I hate what's going on in Congress right now. And they, they talk about how it's the, they call them the do. If you're on Fox News or on Owen, they call them the do nothing Democrats, right? But what's happening is everything the Democrats put forward, the Republicans don't let it pass, which is fine. It, and I'm okay with that if you disagree with what this thing says. But if they're trying to fix a specific problem, right, and you vote it down, then you need to come up with something. That you think is going to work? And the, have I ever? The Republicans aren't doing that right now. I didn't now. mean to interrupt you, but oh, no, I was just thinking. Um, no, I did mean to interrupt you. I'm being angry, Ninja. Um, I, you know, my brain constantly is running, kind of like a uh, a Prius, and <laughs> so slow. <laughs> it's just run. It's running all the time. Uh, so. If you go back, we'll say there's a point to this, 200 years, and let's get this out of the way. Yes, 
Slavery happened 200 years ago. I love that one, too. You can't even bring up a time in history in the United States. Well, what about slavery? Yeah, when Ben Franklin created or discovered, to a degree, electricity, yes, there was slavery, and there was slavery around most of the world, and there was a million white slaves. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Is that propaganda? No, that's the truth. Yeah, no, everybody uh, has slaves, and everybody slaves. Yes, everybody stuck. There were slaves everywhere. But if you go back 200 years right now to like the area that I'm in right now, and you could go back into, and I loved when we did that with the time machine thing. I thought you were really good at that too. If you, if we went back and you would ask people, first of all, they go, what's, what's a vacation and what's, what's this and what's that? You know, uh, we just work, we wake up and we work more. Um, and then we have sex and then we eat and then we work. But Sometimes you eat while I, you have sex. I'm sorry. Kind of honestly, the, yeah, there you go. The Amish really lived what the modern day used to be like uh, 200 years ago. But the fact that a bill is passed in Tennessee, Kentucky, wherever, the United States, and it's not, we don't even know what the hell these laws are in our country. That shows you how absolutely screwed our entire system is. We don't even know. We don't even know the law. Somebody could say, that's against the law. Well, nobody told me. I didn't know. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we just passed that the other day. Man. Well, I passed a kidney stone, too, and that was probably as painful. And one of the things that happens in Congress right now, like they passed, and this was, I think, the first or second stimulus package they put together, it was 900 and something pages. They finished right. it on Tuesday at like 6 p.m., mm -hmm. and they passed it on Wednesday at 8 a.m. in the morning. And you're telling me all of them read all those pages and know what was in it? Like, really? So y'all just all passed it, and it, that passed it almost unanimously. Um, and, and there's no way you read it. It's not even physically possible to read that many pages. Well, well, Angry Ninja, with that being said, um, I have to uh, I have to run, um, not literally, but uh, I've got to go get some. Uh, I got to go put some chickens up. Well, you go and, put up uh, your chickens. <laughs> I have to put up the chickens. I love it too when I go out there to see the chickens and they go, "Where are you originally from?" Uh -huh. I was born in Ohio, and even the chickens go, "Ohio." Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible. Well, I'm gonna hit you. Oh, with you're a, one of them, are you? I'm gonna hit you with a joke, um, and then we'll say goodbye. You ready? Sure, go ahead. Uh, where is Peter Pan's favorite place to eat? Uh, I don't know. Wendy's. Oh, nice. <laughs> you Very go catch nice. some chickens. Uh, as always, everybody's the Angry Ninja and Moonshine in the middle of the road podcast, and I think we came to the middle of a lot of things, and we're gonna talk more because. This show is awesome. Um, Angry Ninja signing out, Moonshine. Yeah, I really, uh, I really agree. I enjoy talking with you, and I enjoy being right when you're wrong. <laughs> Go USA! All right, man. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that show. 
and all the others on the Ninja Podcast Network. We have Angry Ninja since not a kid's game, uh, the currently defunct D&D podcast. We hopefully more episodes coming soon. Um, the Ask the Angry Ninja Show podcast, Chris Allen's audio stories where I read you some stories I wrote. And if you have a story you want to hear that you wrote, send it to me and I will read it. Um, Middle of the Road with Ninja and Moonshine podcast about a guy from the left and a guy from the right coming together and meeting in the middle. Uh, the Ninja News and Politics Show, Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and Sports Talk with Ninja and JMO. And if you want to support the funny, support any of the shows, patreon.com slash worst jokes. Come support the funny. If you want to reach out to us, at cman2342 on Twitter, or just get on Facebook, search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show, you'll find our page. Ask us a question. Or if any of that's too much for you, you can just send us an email at asktheangryninja at gmail.com, and we will answer your question. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. You guys have a wonderful day.